Come in, sit down. Eleanor and Rick. Hi, how are you? Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn, great name. Very nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you. Uh, your manager, Rick, and I are looking. So. <laughs> Gwen has an MBA. Watch She's very us. businessy. Okay, nice. nice. I like this. She was already doing business in the hallway. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I came downstairs. I think she was signing clients in the basement. Now that's impressive. Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. No, let me tell you, because she talks, she's really good with talking, because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm over-talking, because we talk for a living, but we, I was at the um, La Jolla Comedy Store, and Gwen started chatting up the guy who was, um, he, my feature act was, he had somebody there audio taping them so she was like oh what do you guys do long story short they do this company called 800 pound gorilla and they audio tape albums for comedians and get them on laugh 98 serious and because oh yeah when was talking to them and they were like oh we do we do clean albums 45 minutes i was like i don't want to do no 45 minutes of clean <laughs> yeah you know that's why i do comedy like, i thought this shit. was comedy yeah yeah i don't want to i don't want to censor myself so then i was talking to greg warren and Greg said his first check was like six grand. So I said, oh, yeah, let me figure out some oh, fucking clean shit. Wait, hold on. You got to get that curse out right yeah, quick. I and said, then- fuck. So I called him back. I said, yes, we're going to do this clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My first check was 10 grand. Damn. So I'm just, but that's because of Gwen. Okay, talking great. to Working the people it. first. And, you know, I don't talk. So I'm going to send talk you my like album. Yeah. And, uh, Is it clean? Hell no. Yeah. I don't. Can you be clean? Yeah. What? You just Could curse. I be clean? I mean, you just curse. You don't really. I mean, I think it'd be nearly impossible. I would get I off like stage, it. I'd take that 10 grand, and I would buy something to kill myself because I don't think I was meant to be clean. Back in the community. Yeah. We're happy about that. Um, all right. Well, welcome to the Comedy Store podcast. Yeah. Thank oh, you for coming. Wonderful. Thanks for having us. Uh, it, uh, so yeah, you could get, one, get stop, on the mic. Yeah. I mean, if you want to get nuts, she's like, oh, I'm behind the yeah. uh, I'm Eleanor Kerrigan. I'm Rick Ingram. And this is Alicia Cooper. Alicia Cooper. Alicia with a Y. Thank you. Alicia with a Y. I like that. Is it a Y? Yeah. I guess yeah, I never A-L-Y-C-I-A. I spelled it wrong in my phone. The nerve of me. The nerve Yeah. You're not going to know who's calling you now when you you be like, oh, this is up. different. This is with an I. I called a producer the other day, and he goes, I have your number in here as Andrew Dice Clay. And I'm like, well, <laughs> sometimes he doesn't like people, and he gives out my number. So everything's working <laughs> That's all right. We used, to, we used to always give everyone John Sheezer's phone number for everything. <laughs> He's a friend of mine who used to work here. But whenever we met someone that was just really obnoxious. So they'd be like, let me get your number. I'm like, absolutely. That's 913-558-1893. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> if anyone wants to call me, just reach out. Did you just give out Sheezer's number? I did. Pretty much, uh, yeah. basically. Wonderful. Oh, good. I used to do that in everyone high school. Everyone send him a tweet. Uh, in high school when a guy number. would bother me, because this was before cell phones. Right. right. Um, I would give him my best friend's phone number. So did you give somebody my number again? Where did you grow up? I grew up in Maryland, right oh, outside nice. of okay. D.C. I'm from Philly. I'll fight you right now. Oh, man. Uh, that's just how we say hi. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the East Coast style. <laughs> we have similar accents. Yes, we do. Yeah, I meet yeah. people a lot from over there, and I'm like, oh, are you from Philly? They're like, nah. <laughs> it's that mid-Atlantic. 
Mid Atlantic <laughs> accent. Where are you from, Rick? I'm from Kansas City. Oh, I know. Kansas City, Kansas, or Missouri? I'm on the Kansas side. Oh, you're, the, you're over there with Dorothy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Licking his heels I right wish. now. <laughs> I mean, growing up, I thought that was the better side, but as an adult now understanding the actual world and the type of people in both places, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm from the terrible side. <laughs> I'm from the part with all the crazy rednecks and Trump-loving lunatics. <laughs> I was getting ready to say the Trump supporters. Them trumpets are trumpets. thick where I'm from. How did this man convince people that he was going to make them rich when he's always been a scam artist? Because they don't know the real yeah. thing. Nobody really researches They're anything. so dumb. As long as he said, I'm not a con man, they're like, Good enough for me. Yeah, he said he's not. not. A con man. Okay. And he's not a woman. That's the most important <laughs> thing in our crazy, <laughs> fucked up minds. Do we know that for sure? Uh, the amount of people that I know, family and friends from that area, they're like, what, are we going to elect a woman president? I'm like, oh, yeah. You're, you're electing an actual clown. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, well, you know, and then they go through all the standard bullshit fucking stereotype. But what, what, what happens when she's on her period? I'm like, what? she's like 65. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you play. understand how the science works, but yeah, she hasn't had a period science. since Chelsea was three. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Chelsea has grandkids. I know, right? <laughs> Jesus. But you know, they heard it on Rush Limbaugh or something. And oh, that's, that's Alex the word Jones. Of, yeah, that's the word of God to them. So it's so many crazy. Things. Did you start stand up in Baltimore? Well, I, I started twice. Wait, so uh, I, I started twice. What happened was I had seen Def Jam and I thought that people were just getting up there talking. I didn't know how this worked. I thought they were just improving and being funny like we do on the school bus. Right. So I was like, oh, I can do that. I didn't know they had prepared jokes and wrote material. So right. I went to a couple clubs in Maryland and I didn't have anything prepared. And I mean, I don't. my jokes were so bad. It was all hacky, rewarmed over shit I had already heard. But let me tell you, the good thing was the they didn't boo me. They just was quiet as hell. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Wait, is that a, a, a black audience? A black That's audience. That's impressive. A black, and let me tell you, my mother was there, my Aunt Barbara, and my cousin Karen. My cousin Karen. You invited family? I, I didn't know. This is how stupid I was. <laughs> and let me tell you, this was back when we used to dress up to do comedy. I had sure. a pleated skirt oh, yeah. and stock pantyhose. Sure. I looked the part. Right. Brand new hairdo. I was ready. My cousin bought the video tape, the video camera, and had the whole VHS. I smashed on the side. Remember that big <laughs> oh, ass camera? Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> she, Jesus. she videotaped that mess. You and could it hear was it terrible. if you had a change tape. <laughs> Changing tape. It was so heavy. But, um, you know, so I so I, I did it a couple times in the Maryland and D.C. area, and I never got any laughs. So, and I shouldn't have. <laughs> so <laughs> Knowing so, what you know now, you're like, like oh, that's right. Yeah, nobody was hating. Yeah. I, I just sucked. That's but I, you know, but so I was like, um, oh, I'm not funny like I thought I was. I've been told my whole life that I'm funny. Okay, well, so I stopped. So I start, I went to, uh, in college, I was a, a communications major, radio, television, film. So I started interning at BET in D.C. in college. Nice. So after that, I ended up getting a job. Then I was just doing different television production things. And I moved out here in 1998, and I got a job within three weeks on Magic Johnson's Late Night Talk Show. Oh, yeah, oh, I remember sweet. that. So, um, and that was the most fun job. Late night is fun. Daytime sucks. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I think it goes back to that same clean <laughs> comedy yes, type exactly. of situation. It is. Can you imagine working on Megan Kelly? That's when you shoot yourself in the head. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You know, so um, so then uh, I ended up doing stand up again. It's a long story, but after I moved to LA, I tried again. But I got a book. I got Judy Carter's book. 
That's hilarious. And I, I said, her. oh, so this is how you... Do you, you... remember Judy? <laughs> right. No. She used to teach in the belly room a little bit. Oh, okay. not, not teach, but she would have her graduation class. Right. We had like fist fights. <laughs> uh, she was terrible because I was a waitress there. I wanted to kill her. Yeah, I was... So, yeah, I'm not a fan. By the time I got here, it was, it was Greg Dean. That was... That's oh, who was doing the, yeah, the yeah. classes. Well, Greg, yeah. Greg was here from years ago. Like Mitzi, uh, he got passed in like the seven er, early eighties, and then he started teaching. And yeah. then Mitzi let him teach in like the OR and stuff, like actually on the premises. Mm. And then Sandy started doing it. Her daughter, Sandy Shore. But uh, after a while, she would just let graduating classes come in. Right. Uh, there was a few of them. There was more than Greg Dean, Judy Carter, Sandy. There was a, Adam Barnhart has one. Uh, there's a, a few of them that do it where the, they just have the graduation. Right. Mm-hmm. Greg Dean used to actually teach here, but now he moved it to the improv. Yeah, he just did the graduation oh. performance thing here, but. He he felt I had a bad attitude. Did he? And uh, yeah, because he would say on the thing, it'd be like for Rick. He's such a nice guy. <laughs> it would say like, uh, you know, his sales pitch, whatever. Like the friends of the graduates who would come was that you know, there's going to be Jay Leno. Uh, <laughs> the, the the casting guy from Jay Leno is going to be there. Oh, lying! And so that yeah, so I would just be like, "Oh, you're here for that fake showcase upstairs," <laughs> and then they would go and tell me, "Come down." Uh, did you say something about the showcase not being real? And I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah I was just talking about how it's a farce." <laughs> I don't appreciate that. And then he'd go and get Dean, and then Dean would just be Dean. Be like, Dean was the manager here that had zero. He was the most emotion. passive human ever. Yeah. So it'd be like, "You need to get rid of this guy," and he'd be like. <laughs> don't say that bro like, oh, oh, you really do. shouldn't do that like it was the best manager we ever had because oh, wow. we got over everything like, yeah you could get away with anything it was anything pretty awesome oh that sounds great i missed i missed those years <laughs> so you took her class or you just read her book first i read her book and then i because st- it taught me how to structure a joke mm-hmm. and so then um the story's so crazy. Um, I was working on a TV show on BET, and one of the other producers said, on Friday, I'm doing a show called The Next Big Thing. I'm doing two rappers, two singers, and two comics, and you're booked as one of the comics because you're the funniest person in the office. I said, well, how hard is that to be? <laughs> I said, I can't do it. I said, I have my own shows <laughs> I'm doing this week. I don't have the time. She was like, well, you're booked. I said, oh, hell. So that's when I got the book, and I wrote some stuff. They wanted us to do three minutes on national TV, so I wrote <gasps> I wrote <laughs> some jokes, and then I went to the ha-ha and tried to say them, you know, just to hear them come out Get of my mouth voice, yeah. once. Paid $5 to yeah, Well, five luckily minutes. I didn't have to pay. For, I went first, so maybe they said she's taking the first <laughs> oh, okay. bullet, she's so taking let a her bullet. go free. And then I did it on that show, and it was some judges judging us. It was uh, Ellen Cleghorn. Oh, my God. I love uh, Ellen. Kim Whitley and Annie McKnight were the judges, and they actually gave me a pretty decent critique because if they had so- told me I sucked, I would have stopped again. I wasn't committed. Right. And that was the year 2000. And then after that, I said, oh, okay, well, maybe. Now I know how this is done. So then I started. I was working during the day and going to the clubs at night. That's amazing. So... Ellen Claghorn yeah. used to be here a lot when I first started. Uh, she was a regular here, and she was pretty funny. She was killer. Did you ever not meet her? Never. No. I never saw her here. Too long. I, when I was uh, on the road with Pauly way back in the early two thousands, she she was always there like the week after, or it was always within like a month because oh, the posters saying. that they had hanging up was like <laughs> Pauly Shore <laughs> and Mark Price and then Ellen Cleghorn. <laughs> And then Screech that's a from Save yeah, by the Dustin Diamond for sure. <laughs> he was a favorite at my home club, that's which is always so insulting. Oh my God, that's 
terrible. <laughs> so did you ever showcase here, like early on? I mean, in 2000. Uh, no, I probably showcased about 2005. And it was... it was uh, Tommy. Yeah. Okay. And it was a little strange because Whit- uh, Whitney, uh, Mitzi, watched my showcase. Mm-hmm. And so I went and sat down beside her and she was like, okay. And she gave me, you know, she was, she was positive, but it was a qu- short conversation. Right. And then the next thing I know, I started getting spots, not a whole lot of them. Mm-hmm. You know, and they would be like 1 a.m. Right. And there would be like four people. Yeah, of course. When I, I, Especially I mean, 2005. Yeah, I was going to say 2005, yeah. you could have been up at 9.30 yeah. and it would have yeah. been five That's people. That's what happened. <laughs> That's what happened. I would go at 9.30, it'd be six people. By the time I went up at 1, it was four people. Yeah. And I didn't get a whole lot of spots, you know. So, um, but I took that as I must be past doing something yeah. even though yeah. nobody ever said the words right and then um you know so i'd work you know everywhere i could work here and then i moved in 2008 uh, and then i came back in 2014 and i don't know what happened i was i auditioned for adam and he liked me and then he called like three months after and said we're gonna put your name on the wall and i was like my name on the wall <laughs> i was like okay yeah. so, so you, you probably know. re-showcased for adam re-showcased for adam it. yeah yeah so he just needs to see yeah, he so just, if he yeah. didn't know yeah. you yeah 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 i did i, I, I definitely re-showcased for him because i had to run around the club for like two weeks trying to find him and then i finally <laughs> found him yeah, and then he gave he me hides. a showcase everywhere yeah he was good he was good at it and then you know so he's been good to me he's really been good to me yeah, so you, you know i've been um i've been improving because of the spots you know writing more and just yeah. you know yeah. trying to stay focused when you, you moved know. where did you move to were you still doing stand-up there yeah i was still doing i went i moved to maryland which actually worked out better because you know here we're getting a lot of seven minute nine minute 12 minute spots mm. i moved to maryland i was doing 45 minutes a show right oh shit you know because i was great. closing everywhere so it helped me get stronger you know they were like oh alicia's from la yeah. yeah right like, right i came back like i was do. marshall warfield and shit, you know? <laughs> i mean the amount of people that i've known out here who basically did open mic and then i find out they're like yeah, they're doing thirty in St. Louis, and you're like, why would? Oh, because St. Louis has St. Louis, right? So they know if you if you've done professional comedy, yeah, yeah. that's a that's a big foot in the door in yeah. a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. So and then I moved to New York City because I want I just wanted to do that, right? And I, I said I'm going to spend a year here. Whew, that's that tough. was rough. How do you Good pay God rent? Almighty, it's frightening. It was, it was, I mean, I was doing like six shows a night because you can do it like that, you know, all Which that is running great, around. But, but I was always sweaty. I was always tired. <laughs> I was always <laughs> trying to get a cab. You know, I had a black folks, <laughs> we couldn't get cabs. I would have to get white guys. White guys would be nice. They would get a cab for me. Hell you it. Know, especially when it's raining. Like, yeah. I'd be out here like, oh, shit, I'm going to be late. And a white guy would see me and he'd get a cab and he'd let me get in it. <laughs> so it was just an interesting year in New York City. But I got stronger yes. there. Oh, you yeah, know. definitely, because you, you do know. more shows. See, oh, that 45 God. minutes is yeah. cool, but yeah. I think you need that, that grounding, yeah. too. And that's a play, a great place to be if you're doing, like, a, a late-night show, because there was a club called Ha, and they had two rooms. You, oh, yeah, I remember This ha. room, that room, this yeah. room, that room, this room, that room. T.J. Miller. 
in the same night. Yeah. yeah. So if you're working out a TV set, you get six times that night to get your TV set together in the same place. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah that works out. And yeah. it's like right in Times Square. It's like the funniest. Yeah. I remember yeah. uh, walking through Times Square. They're like, you want to come to a comedy club? I'm like, no, get, get away from me. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should check it out because I don't know who they are. Now, when you're a comedian, there's nothing more annoying than someone trying to right? get but you to come to, to a comedy that. show. You're like, I know how this works. Yeah. But they have to do that there, right? Yeah. You guys what do they call like barking? Barkers? Barking, yeah. Yeah, that's rough. Bark. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Did you actually bark? Can you no, imagine? Like, I couldn't imagine that. Oh, God, no. They made us, uh, when I was a doorman here, shows where there were so few people here that they decided they were going to try. They they had like a, a drag show going on in the main room. I don't see why not. Um, it was like once a month. And so <laughs> Dean g- g- made all the doormen come uh, the day of the Pride Parade. Mm-hmm. It made us all go down and hand out flyers and try and get people to oh come to God, the drag show. But it was like me and just a bunch of degenerate dudes down there being like, yeah, come to the show. And then people being like, what, what is it? And then being like, I, I have no idea. I know there's drag queens. So. It was you, some dudes, and Bruce Jenner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're like, why oh. is Bruce here? Bruce, what are you doing, what are you doing here? here, Bruce? I was out of control. And, and I was maybe a year and a half in L.A. at that point. So, you know, I, I still... Had, I I'm dealing paid. 21 years of Kansas living, <laughs> year and a half of L.A. living. I'm walking around the Pride Parade like, whoa, there's another erection. What's going on here? I don't, I don't, I don't think like, this is what I'm supposed to be. Boy. <laughs> I'm walking around with Skippy Simon just like, this is not Are what I thought. Are you kidding? Is that who you had to do it with? That's who my oh, partner my was, <laughs> which looking at now, I realize uh, we were being set up. <laughs> Like they look like a cute couple. Send them yeah. down the They're adorable. That's great. And I'm definitely not the alpha in that relationship. <laughs> not what I wanted. No, who would? But that was the extent of my barking. I like whenever I talk to people who come up in New York and they talk about it, I'm like, I couldn't I feel like pride would beat me up before I could actually try it. <laughs> I was talking to someone when I was in La Jolla a couple of weeks ago. Uh one of the comics is a guy from San Diego, or he started San Diego, but he moved to New York. And he was saying, like, yeah, you know, I, I probably Bob? get up. Yeah. I love Bob. Bob. He was like, I probably get up, you know, 15, 20 times a week. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. He's like, yeah, I mean, they're mostly two or three minute spots. I'm no. like, what? No. I'm sorry? Not three I, minutes. I don't think I could <laughs> travel for a two minute spot. Two minutes? Was he serious? He was being serious. And he yes. said, you know, sometimes he gets 10, 15 minutes, but a lot of the sets he does are two to three minutes. I'm like, who does who a two-minute set? What, what do you open the club doing two yeah, minutes? Yeah, I mean, Like, how does that... Two minutes? That's crazy to that's me. That's usually the video. Yeah, I don't... Like, I, I never heard of such a thing. Two I, it I, takes I, you longer to walk to your car. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you get on stage. Well, on travel time is an hour. I, I travel an hour a night for a total of six minutes <laughs> at I think he lives seven in spots. Brooklyn. Yeah, he yeah. lives in Brooklyn. Wow. He used to wrestle. That's why I remember him. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, of wow. course, I used to wrestle, so yeah. we became, yeah. like, best buds. And yeah. sometimes, you know, we would wrestle. It's nobody's business. Anyway. <laughs> but look, then I, I lived in New York for a year. Then I moved to Vegas. Oh, damn. So yeah, Girl, you're on the run. In Shit. my mind, <laughs> I wanted to get a residency in Vegas so I didn't have to leave and could sleep in my own bed every night. That was yeah. my bright idea. Smart. So oh I, yeah. I didn't I mean, know how you do it. They usually give those out to uh, uh, open micers. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> residency. That's amazing. That was my goal. I was like, I want. I just want to sleep in my own bed every night. I want to be like Rita Rudner. I want a limo <laughs> to pick me up she and take me to some. She had forty years under her belt at that <laughs> point. Fuck. Yeah, amazing. but I mean, at the I, same I time, it. I if it's it. just based on comedy, yeah, she can yeah. probably 
move Rita Rudner out. I, yeah, I just, I just wanted it. I just want. I just wanted to sleep in my own bed every night like Rita I Rudner. I love that. And so, and I knew the guy. What's his name? My, Michael. He's an Asian comic that does a lot of the late night shows. Um, Michael. Michael. Is it Cho or Cho? Yeah. He oh, has a residency. Michael Yo, Michael Yo, no, Yeo. oh no, no, not him. He's an old. Mike. No, Michael Yo is like a yeah, like not Michael Yo, yeah. uh, Michael Cho, Cho. Henry, Cho. Henry Cho. Yeah, okay. Henry Cho. Henry Cho. He has a residency out there. And it's off the strip. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, he's not a household name, and right. he's off. He's excellent, but he's off the strip. I was like, maybe I can finagle something off the strip. You know, I don't know who he is. That name sounds familiar. Yeah, he's he's I done a lot of hilarious yeah. guy. He sort of reminds you of Jackson Purdue a little bit, you know. Okay. But um, so that was my goal. I was like, I want to try to do that. And so I get out there, and I you know I have to, you have to start from the big from the beginning when you move oh, yeah. to a new place. So I'm I'm introducing myself to all the bookers and meeting all the new people and all the rooms and you know they had a place called Big Al's in the Orleans. A lot of these rooms have closed down. Okay. Then Harris, uh, w- which was the improv, the improv that yeah. died, and then Ralphie May took over, and so a lot of the rooms were going down. But I could not get a residency. So there was there were these two guys. They booked Planet Hollywood, and they get and I would work there. And then they said, oh, we gave a residency to Edwin San Juan. I said, that's what I moved out here to do. How the heck? Why couldn't I? Be? But he's and a local. Well, well, sort of. You know, he moved from like maybe the Inland Empire or something yeah, yeah, down but, there. But he was going there like every week. Yeah. yeah they love it. I love it. I don't even know who that he, is. He's very Edwin nice. San Juan, he's, he's very, very nice. funny. Yeah, very but funny. But he was there like. He's a Filipino gentleman. Yeah. Okay. Working. Uh, yeah. I like that you were like gentleman. <laughs> I, like, I have this Roseanne no. thing. I ain't trying to piss nobody <laughs> off. She didn't uh, want to call him a jungle agent. She was like, let's not get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Everybody's gentleman. a gentleman now. Okay. I'm trying to keep my Job. <laughs> Call it like it is. I don't have a job, so just keep That's saying right. what I say. Uh, nobody's paying us. But no, he's like the cool. He's really cool, and he pretty much worked up a local following. Yeah, and so he was like busting his ass, busting his ass. Because I remember being there with Dice, like. I don't know, 10 years ago? And they were like, oh, we're going to see Edward Edwards one. And I'm like, oh, okay. After Dice? Like, that's awesome. I don't know who this person is. Yeah, that's but, crazy. But he built this great following. Mm-hmm. He's out there clicking the cards. Pretty much. Yeah. And usually yeah. the Mexicans do that. I'm not mm-hmm. being racist. Yeah. I'm just saying how <laughs> I get Oh, you're it. so fired. <laughs> that is who's clicking you're the cards fired. usually. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> I love when they do that. They're like, tick, tick, tick. They're like they give them to anybody that walks by. Yeah. Like the little right. whore cards. You yeah. know, I saw them give them the whore cards. Yeah, that, I mean, like, what are you doing? That is what they are. They're just whore cards. They are. I had like a stack. Listen, Eleanor, you're revealing too much. They're all stuck Why did you keep now? the cards? None of your business. Stuck together. <laughs> but they gave it to Edwin, and I said, oh, I want it. They said, Son well, look. They said, Edwin is not interested in doing anything in Hollywood. He just wants to do They said, you're still auditioning and trying to do stuff. We don't want, like, I can't do Rely it this week. You. Yeah, because I'm yeah. I'm doing, uh, uh, you know, Byron Allen's Comics Unleashed. Like, they don't want to hear any of that stuff. Right. And I said, okay, well, he was the better choice. You did do Byron Allen's mm. thing. How was that? It was good. You know, I mean, you know, we did it. I did it. They brought it back again and we taped another installment and they never aired it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it was like a whole season that they didn't air. It's probably, uh, I love that it gives comics something, but it's probably mm. the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I know I don't want to be mean because I love Byron. Have yeah. you ever watched it? I mean, I, I can't watch anything comedy related. It just <laughs> angers me. I get it. But I'll say this. like he, it, it's, Maybe he'll take it over to the Weather Channel, see what happens. 
It'll be funny weather. A panel, a panel weather. I understand it was hot in Arizona, and then they go straight into their hot in Arizona right. bit. That's what he would do. Like, like if you have a bit about Uber, because I know you do it. Wasn't you doing Uber yeah, bit? I do have an Uber uh, bit. I mean, I we I feel like we all shit on Uber, but yeah. everybody yeah. has an Uber or something. Yeah. But he would be like, so you. You take Don't Uber. like Uber. Yeah. Like it was like that. It was like a softball, and then mm-hmm. you were just like, yeah, you go, like yeah, and then you just start yeah. going into your bit. straight into the bit. Yeah, it's like old school Tonight Show style, <laughs> right, where it's all setups right, and. Right. But I right. watched it thinking, are they fucking kidding me? Like I've never seen anything not connecting. No, <laughs> no person was connecting to. Well, just person. it just yeah. It like the clips I've seen online. It was always just. It's like he's not listening because he knows he's just setting you up <laughs> right and so just, it'd be someone would post a clip and i'd watch it and be like okay so it's it is basically just how do we how do we get it so people can do their act in conversation so funny i never saw anything like that i guess i didn't pay attention maybe they do it on bigger they do it on everything shows, but yeah but i don't i guess i don't watch and i was trying to be supportive of like oh so and so was on i can't even remember who it was because mm-hmm. it was that long ago it was like the yeah, first it was long, obviously long. it was the first one mm-hmm. and then i saw um natasha legero treat it tweeted something like oh they reran my uh, comics Unleashed this is really going to make me <laughs> like, <it's> so dumb <laughs> but I, I mean obviously comics did it just to have tape Some t- yeah something which I get yeah. and yeah. I you know Byron's great but comics we're starved for stuff on TV oh, like please. we are just starved yeah. and you know this whole new thing where you got to have a million Instagram followers before yep. you can do a sitcom yeah. you know, two lines on a sitcom it's like really <laughs> gotten ridiculous uh, I, yeah I have uh, no TV credits and no That's online not following. True, Rick, aren't you on? I'm dying up here this week. We'll see. We'll see <laughs> if I make the cut. I was on it last year too, and I didn't make the cut. So I'm not telling a single person until I actually see my face, and I'll go, "Oh, you guys should have watched it yesterday." Because he gets a million commercials. Oh, that's I get wonderful. Some Maybe not a million, but that's you get wonderful. A, yeah, like I don't book commercials. Do you book commercials? I'm booked one non-union commercial. <laughs> it was easier, but when, before I had to go union. Okay. Yeah. But now it's like I don't even understand what the point of being in a union is. Yeah, There's so same. few. And the deals they get suck. Like I'm like I could have gotten myself a better deal than this. They'll make a deal with like a like BET. They're like you'll get a residual after your nine thousandth rerun. I'm like this is the deal you cut. Yeah, I mean it's, the deals are bad. It's like, awful. And the commercial contracts have changed so much. I, the first commercial I booked was 2008, maybe 2007, and it was still okay money. It was they it was pretty. It was pretty simple in terms of it was basically either a network commercial or a cable commercial. Mm-hmm. And then if it ran on network, you made good money. Mm-hmm. And then if it ran on cable, you made all right money. And if you did both, then you made great money. And then it started being heavily internet stuff, and they had no internet contract. So it was basically you just got screwed. And then they all started <laughs> focusing almost solely to internet, but they already had a terrible contract. So... It just got worse and worse. Mm. I, I I did a Geico commercial last year. It's the first time I've made any money doing commercials. Like, t- do they pay at least? Because I feel like Geico's. Yeah, yeah. I, well, that's one of the, it's mm. one of the only insurance, telephone, fast food are basically the only ones who still advertise on network. Got and it. for whatever reason, mm-hmm. network is still the highest earnings in terms of commercials. So. Three or four years ago, I did like six commercials in a year, and I didn't oh. even make twenty grand. Ooh. 
It was just like I kept making them and being like, "This is gonna be great," and then I'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> I got like, a buyout. Well, I got an eight hundred dollar buyout. <laughs> great." Back in the day, you could make like a year six figures. Salary yeah, yeah I, I know like, a lot of people oh. that said they made six figures off one commercial. Yeah, yeah. and then I started auditioning, and they were like, "Nope, no. we cut it all the way down." This yeah. I just want to be the pine saw lady. That's my goal. I want to be the pine saw lady. My mom what? was here visiting, and we went to lunch on. Uh, Sunset Plaza, and we were, and she was in there. And my mom goes, "Oh my God, it's the Pine Soul Lady!" And I'm like, "Are you being serious right now?" I'm like, I don't know who that is. She freaked out, and then I saw, "Oh, jeez, I hate commercials." Well, so I, does my mom usually. So she usually yeah. mutes them or turns them off. I did that. Uh, I did she a Popeyes commercial last year. Oh, that's gonna pay. And uh, <gasps> Neil Brennan was the director, so it was it was cool. But we're on set filming it. I'm, you know, like. <laughs> I think but, Alex um, Thomas was in it too. He right? was he yeah. was in a, a, another one of the same series. Oh, okay, and uh, it was I, I mean I was basically playing dumb white guy, an annoying white guy was my role. <laughs> Perfect, and uh, I like it. But it was cool. We're filming. We did one day, and uh, the lady who plays the Popeyes lady, I'm like, how long have you been doing Popeyes commercials? And she's like. Oh, I've been doing it for like nine years. I go, oh, that's cool. And she's like, it bought me a house. I'm like, yeah. that sounds way better. Just anytime than- you get a campaign, flow on progressive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Flow's not, not, there's like well, five of them a year. Houses, yeah. I think. Yeah, at this point. Flow is my idol. <laughs> Paul, like the sprint improv- guy. Oh, yeah. That guy's making money. Which one? The guy who was the Can You Hear Me Now Verizon guy oh, for a decade. Yeah. But he's over the sprint guy. Now he's the sprint right? guy. Yeah. What a piece of so shit. So disloyal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. He made him rich and then basically ruined him. He could never be in anything else for the rest of his life because everyone's like, that's the annoying Can You Hear Me Now guy. And then luckily Sprint called and they're like, we want your annoying face back on TV. And no one yeah, can hear yeah. us on Sprint. Can you keep saying, can you hear me now on Sprint? <laughs> no one has Sprint. <laughs> Everyone hates Sprint. Yeah, I, I left. At least my- I switched to it for two months when I moved to where I live now. Sprint was the only place, oh, the only tower right. yeah, in yeah. the Calabasas area. And then it worked great there. I'm like, oh, this is great. And then anywhere else in the city, it didn't work. I was like, well, this isn't really a good plan this is then. terrible. Wow. Do you have a burner phone for when you're at, in Calabasas? Uh, AT&T put a tower up out there. They had to sue the city of Calabasas. Okay. <laughs> Calabasas said, we don't know, but phone towers might cause disease like cancer, so... We're not putting any more up. Uh, you mean Kim and Chloe didn't go ape shit, I mean, right? Yeah, because I have a hard time <laughs> picturing all the Kardashians on Sprint. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but they—that would be the first commercial, like, yeah. right? Should. Yeah, and they would definitely do it for any amount of money. I never Absolutely. think of that—that that they live out there. They huh? live out there. Justin Bieber. Yeah. Who else? Lives I think out there? Bieber so sold his house to. Do you think Rick lives near them? No, of course. I'm not in that part. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm on the I'm on the wrong side of the highway. Let's He's just put in it that Kansas. way. Yeah, Kansas. Kansas. I, I basically Kansas. am. There's just open fields and <laughs> ants and rats near where I live. Hey, I don't know how you do. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like. That. I'm listening to coyotes at night. It's terrifying. Oh my god, Joe Rogan put up a video. Uh, of a coyote howling like a bunch of them, and I'm like, and he's he's out there like audio recording. I go, Are you shitting me? I'd be, I'd be on the roof to walk of the, the house door. when I get home. With some nights shotgun. that's how it is. Oh god! Like I'll come home and I'll get out of my car, and there's like I maybe have to walk 200 yards from my garage to my front door, and you'll hear a coyote. I'll get out and be like, Oh, there's a coyote. You can hear him going crazy, and then you hear all the other coyotes responding. And I, you know, they're just yelling, "Hey, I got a 
cat. And the other ones are like, I want some of that cat. And they go meet up, but it is crazy. Like, I'm legitimately like, that's like, there's like six coyotes around me right now. Terrifying. How do they respond to people? Like, are they aggressive or they go no, away from freaked you? Freaked out. Uh, for the most part, they'll yeah. run away. But okay. like this one night, me and my friend Lexi were in Beverly Hills in the flats. Yeah, but those way. are bougie coyotes. Uh, is that what they are? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're caviar <laughs> eating yeah. coyotes. We need fish eggs. Where is it? Because <laughs> usually we don't do cats. I, yeah, I refer to coyotes as the tweaker of the yeah, dog the world. Mangy, they're like uh, gross meth heads that pop out <laughs> of the shadows. But once you see a person, they scurry back to wherever they're from. They're on flocker yeah it's like three yeah, of them exactly right it's true they are kind of gross <laughs> too skinny <laughs> but they there was three of them following me and my friend lexi they were following us and i was like they're like lady yeah we're like us yeah. you want us like, they used to just walk down the street in sherman oaks but those, they're so terrifying. used to people because it's not like there's open land for coyotes to live in the well, they, Beverly well, they Hills. did build on their yeah. land, if you will. <laughs> they did. They're like, hey, look at this nice hill. Let's put 50 houses in it. And the coyotes yeah. are like, what about us? They're like, well, get used to eating trash. Pigeon dog. <laughs> Pigeon dog. Pigeon <laughs> dog. But you mentioned Joe Rogan. Joe was supposed to have Roseanne on his podcast today. Yep. Oh, yeah, I know it. She backed out. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I think she's... Uh, he said she went radio silent, which... Didn't surprise me at all. I just what was she, she going to say? What's she going to say? Yeah, yeah. Her lawyers must be like, bitch, just stop talking. Yeah. But why didn't her kids change her Twitter password? Because I would have locked mama out. First of all, <laughs> we got to keep this kids. money yeah. coming in. Yeah. You think her kids have her Twitter? Like, no, oh, I would have maybe uh, an assistant. Somebody yeah. needed to switch that. Pa- I'm like, girl, I don't know why you can't get on. Especially, <laughs> especially if you're just rocking Ambien all the time. <laughs> True. <laughs> I mean, now, I, do you ever take Ambien? I've never taken it. You? No, I've never taken it. After witnessing Dice, I was like, it's I could horrible. never take this. People think that it's fake, but it really does fuck you up. I yeah. thought I thought Dice was messing with me. When I first met him, I was like 23, <laughs> and I did a couple shows with him, and then he started calling me randomly at like three thirty, four in the morning. There were so many people. And I, call. I would be, I'd get, I'd look at him, I'm like, it's Dice. So I'd answer, and then he'd just be like, he'd be yelling at me as a drill sergeant. And I, for, the, for the longest time, I'm like, I don't know why he thinks this is so funny. Like, he's obviously messing with me. And then I think we were in Miami. And we, oh, yeah, we me and Eleanor and Dice had to fly from Miami to New York at like 5 in the morning. Yeah. And so we get to the airport. We leave for the airport at like 4. And I come downstairs to the hotel, and, and Dice is... At this point, he's Dice the Criminal. Oh, yeah. That's one of his other ambient personas. Yeah. He's playing a harp. He had a few of them. He's playing a harp uh, down in the lobby, just like plucking it like he's playing a a bass or something. And all the people in the lobby are just looking at him like, this crazy guy. And then we got to the airport, and I'm like, all right, he's going to put the character away. (laughs) And then he's talking to TSA as Dice the Criminal. And the TSA guys are all just looking at him like, do we arrest him? What, like, what, what do you do? Mania. Next thing you know, he snaps into Dice the Drill Sergeant. He's asking me where I'm stationed and stuff. I'm like, what is he talking about? <laughs> but it took so this me must another... have been pre-9-11. 
This is just mm. pa- just after. This just is 2003, after. 2004. Because yeah. you don't want to spook TSA after That's all I kept thinking. When, when oh, he started. Yeah. He could get away with anything. Oh, okay. yeah. I've never. Like when they say like uh, celebrity. Uh, what is that called? Like privilege. Celebrity yeah. privilege. Yeah. I've, uh, he's had brass knuckles. <laughs> anything you can think of. Lighters. Ridiculous paraphernalia. Weed. Wow. Anything you think of. And they're just like. Uh, yeah. If it was me, I'd be hogtied. <laughs> getting kicked in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I, that was the first time I ever was like, oh no, he's legitimately hallucinating. Was I just knew there was no way he would be messing with he had TSA so agents many and stuff. Characters he would wow. do. He had a black guy named Marvin that he would do. I'm not kidding. Yeah, and Marvin <laughs> put the fires out. Remember yeah, he he put fires out, and and now keep in mind, none of his characters does his voice change in any way <laughs> so it's it's just dice but that he'll he always tells he'll tell you like 20 times who he is yeah he'll be like it's yeah, marvin and i'll be like, like okay yeah. hey marvin i'm putting fires out with my big black dick yep there was all like, the fires uh, and like okay. or yeah i forget oh lord screaming santa clarita fires santa clarita, yeah that's it. he was screaming out the window I woke up in the middle. I'm like, what is going on? Because we were living together at the time. We were dating. I, I make a lot of mistakes. And, uh, <laughs> so he uh, but he was screaming out the window in like a nice residential Hollywood area. And I'm like, what are you doing? And yeah. he's like, I'm going to put these fires out. I'm like, <laughs> calm down. Yeah. And then I have to address him as Marvin or he doesn't respond. He won't oh, yeah, get no. mad. Or Sergeant. I forgot his I name. Can't, I was trying to think of that. Damn it. Drill sergeant's name, but they all had names though. There was all names, yeah. and if you didn't say their names, but I'm saying like Ambien does mess it with messes people. with people, yeah, for and sure. Then if you drink on it, mm. which I'm gonna say for sure that mm. happens, mm. and people with don't Roseanne wake up or in general with Roseanne. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like a glass of wine. I'm saying, yeah, I have a friend, one of my really close friends. Her mom does it. She's 70, and she, I'm like, that is so dangerous. Like yeah. you could immediately you could just like, not wake not up not wake up yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. that simple it it messes with you that bad i'm like it says clearly no alcohol don't drink while mm-hmm. taking this i think wow. roseanne's problem though is that she woke up well no her problem is she, well, that is part of her problem she would have just slept through it <laughs> but I, she just has a, i think an extended history of saying questionable things well absolutely and so she, she also has been a uh very loud on twitter yeah very uh, around, uh you know pro trump pro trump i saw someone tweeting like you know i just looked through the last year of roseanne's twitter and i think she's on ambien a lot <laughs> and i was like yeah uh, I Do just you follow her. People follow her. Like why would you I follow don't follow her? her no, no, but no, I don't. But my thing is this: I'm somebody who I don't want to retweet something that I haven't researched and you know gotten yeah. you know know that it's it's been sourced by at least three other reputable something. sources and all. Yeah. Because I mean, you can. That's really dangerous. Just retweeting any old crazy. Because it's crazy. We look just at Pizzagate. Information. And yeah. yeah. Remember Pizzagate? Pizzagate? Yeah, they yeah. said that uh, Hillary Clinton had sex, a child sex ring in the basement at Pizzagate. This man drove all the way from like North Carolina to D.C. to kill it. somebody. Yeah. And and got in there and there was no damn basement. So yeah. you would think that he would say, "Oh, there's no basement. Let me put my rifle away <laughs> yeah. and get back in the car." 
Yeah. You know, I'm like. So that wasn't true, Pizzagate? No. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Can you imagine like the. <laughs> All the comedy store listeners are like, hold on. What kind of liberal. Hillary had one kid. She clearly smoke? doesn't like kids like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, man, she got a whole damn that, room full of them. And that kid was just for the show of having a happy <laughs> Absolutely. family. Absolutely. So Bill could be a, a politician. Absolutely. And they're in like New York and, and all these other. But the kids are in D.C. Like, it just, it, nothing just computes. Yeah. So you can't just retweet stuff that makes no but sense. But people do it all the time. Of course. It's crazy. You know that? Did you see the the Whoopi uh, shirt? Shirt with and, Donald Trump's head getting blown off. And they photoshopped. They took one of her shirts and photoshopped some image of Trump with like this with his head blown off. Right. And retweeting this stuff. The Whoopi. Everybody. That wasn't right. This just like when the the right all started pushing the story about the the. Uh, the girl who had like the shaved head at the Florida high school that oh, got shot yeah. up. Yeah, so, the one that said, "I call BS." Yeah, and she she tore. They took a picture of her tearing up a a target range, uh, target, <laughs> like basically showing like you know we're putting we need to end guns or whatever her yeah. message was, and some right wing website just photoshopped it so she was tearing the Constitution. And then all these people were like, she's ripping up the Constitution. This is who we got to listen to. And it's oh, like, my God. I mean, just the stuff. People, you have to understand, Photoshop exists. They had a, a, a this was this was really dumb. So y'all know the lady, Va- Valerie Jarrett, that yeah, the yeah. whole thing blew now up about. I do. So they did take, never know. <laughs> like, I don't know yeah. who she was. They took a so-called, because she went to Stanford in 1977. Okay. So they took this picture that's supposed to be a Stanford yearbook. First of all, she looks like she looks now. Right now. <laughs> she's never aged. And like she's like, she was old in 1977. <laughs> And the pictures all scrunched up and crazy looking. But then you know your your stuff. You say stuff on the right side of your photo. Yeah, it was grammatically incorrect. Like some Nigerian wrote this thing on thing. <laughs> oh, now you know this Stanford educated. Like, I, I I mean it, it was so grammatically incorrect. But this was the part that if you didn't catch the fact that she's old, old here old, yeah. and didn't catch the, all the grammatical errors, I wouldn't catch that. It said <laughs> Valerie Jarrett, nineteen seventy-seven. She hadn't been married yet. Her name was Valerie Bowman in nineteen seventy-seven. Uh, she was a college student. The Trump attorney got to figure that right. part out, though. But the Trump tards don't even take time to say her Trump name wasn't tards. Valerie Jarrett. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Her name was Valerie Bowman in the 70s. Like, just to, to do a just 30 second sense. Google search. First of yeah. all, the deep state, <laughs> they found uh, an old lady that would never age and they planted her in the system back okay. in the 70s. Okay. A lot of people don't realize that. I like where you're We're going. going Alex Jones here with I this. I love it. Oh, I love it. A time machine. Oh, yeah, that's a he would say for sure. Yeah. Now him, I don't listen yeah. to either. I have no idea. Yeah. Who he's oh, he's very just a bizarre. Yeah. But he even admitted that he lies in yeah. one of those interviews. His yeah. kids hate him. You know, that's the common His denominator. All these men's kids hate him. Uh, uh, was Steve Bannon? Kids can't yeah. stand him. Bill O'Reilly. Kids want to kick him in the nuts. Uh, uh, you know, everybody's <laughs> Is that a quote. Oh my Love god, it. kids hate him. And, and and when your own kids hate you, yeah, America should not listen to anything Bad you ever say. Yeah. Alex Jones' kids want to stab him in the right side of his neck with a rusty but fork. But wait a minute. Trump's kids like him? I mean, maybe just not They're that pretending. One. They're pretending. They're pretending. <laughs> yeah, they, they want like money. money. They, they, don't the want, they don't want a negative tweet. <laughs> Can you imagine? Losing like, all their own support. Daddy's tweeting at us again. You're fired. <laughs> You're not my kid anymore. You're like Tiffany now. <laughs> That's her name. I almost said Melissa. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, but Ivanka looks molested. You know, because I mean, all he does is talk what? about her, like how oh, he wants yeah. to screw her and all this stuff. And there's a picture of her the, sitting on his say, lap. All, all the old photo shoots. Of, yeah, I said, uh uh-uh. uh. If she wasn't my daughter, me. I mean, how great would that be? Yeah. My dad always said that about me. I thought that was a normal. <laughs> 
I thought all dad said that. Can you imagine? My oh, God. <laughs> Not that you guys don't like that, but he's a fucking <laughs> Listen, he owns a typewriter store. <laughs> We're not putting it past him. <laughs> he's just not a smart businessman, but he knows how to pick a well, one. I know what huh? you're saying. <laughs> That's gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> daddy sure can kiss. Oh, daddy. <laughs> I, I've literally had trouble saying that to people. Like, ooh, daddy. Like... <laughs> That's gross when people say that. Yeah, it's yeah. a bizarre thing. Like I know when they did the Trump roast on Comedy Central, uh-huh. um, like whoever gets roasted gets to present. These are things you can't talk about. Okay. So you get like a little list of things that. Are you serious? Yeah, that's how it works because yeah. they basically get to be a, a, a producer of their own roast. So if there's certain things you don't want anyone to say, they can't say it. So I think it was Jezelneck was talking about because he was on the Trump oh, roast. Right. They gave him the list of these are the topics you can't talk about, and there was no no prevent. You can say whatever you want about him wanting Ivanka. That was fine. His one thing that you were not allowed to joke about was his wealth being less than what he claims. And we all know it's less than what yeah, he claims. It's definitely less. But just like no, you can't make any jokes about that. Like, what about you wanting to fuck your daughter? Perfectly fine. <laughs> Let's talk about it. That one's true. Uh, what? But remember, they said that he pretended to be his own publicist to get on the Forbes list, and yeah. he wasn't worth the money. Right. But they let him through anyway because they didn't realize. I'm like, how much? This man well, is a con man. Yeah. Exactly. I'm gonna be yeah. my own publicist. <laughs> and he doesn't even change his fucking change voice. voice. You notice yeah. that, right? I, I, I heard the, the one thing where on Sam. Yeah, yeah, it is terrible. Great men don't need to change <laughs> their voice for impressions. Powerful. <laughs> this this is not Donald. This is Donald's guy. Believe me, a lot of people are saying I'm not Donald. Bigly, but Donald is a great man. Do you do Trump bits on yes, stage? Do I you? Do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do Do you ever get like mixed? Um, you know, you're taking a risk, you know, because sure. you can tell who doesn't like it because they fold their arms, you yep. know, they s- cease laughing. Mm-hmm. But I just focus on the people who are enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. That's a, uh, there was a guy last weekend who got very angry once I started talking shit about Trump. And then he was like, first I made fun of Hillary and he was loving it. And then I started ripping on Trump. And then, like you said, arms crossed. And after, like, I got maybe 30 seconds of ripping into Trump. And he goes, we came here to laugh, not listen to politics. I go, dude, you were just laughing when I was talking about Hillary looking like a transgender Dr. Evil. Okay. Well, that's funny. I like that. I go, oh, so it's just what you think is funny. I don't hear people laughing. I'm like, there's 300 people in the room laughing. You're the only one not laughing. I didn't hear them. Okay. Yeah, you, oh yeah, but I, I yeah. see why you're a Trump supporter. Yeah. You just like him. I said, calm yeah. down, just snowflake. Oh, no, no, I'm not a snowflake. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Just accuse yeah. them of Turn their back. insults about liberals. Right. Uh, someone's getting right. a little sensitive. No, 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 it's fine. It's not right. even busy in here. Yeah. Uh, look around, sir. Like they're terrible <laughs> audience. Terrible. Completely empty room. I'll, I'll do like a little throw in, but I don't like. I feel like people need a break from it. Like yeah. a, I, I don't know. I just think it's too much. Like I, I think can't. you're thinking about the people too much. Yeah. Maybe yeah, right. No, yeah. but I'm thinking about myself because I hate hearing it. Talk yeah. about, I mean, it's just mm-hmm. too much. Like you and uh, Taylor were saying that you guys look up different things. Or yeah. I forgot what what it was that you say you go on. 
We just, I mean. No, but there was one that was a good one, not Reddit. I, I can't remember exactly what you were saying, but because I, I don't do it. I'm an mm-hmm. idiot. But like you guys actually research it, look into it. Like, yeah. oh, what's this? What's that about? I'm like, oh, right, I can't. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I see you know, one but Facebook he does something like, every single oh. day. So he's hard to ignore. Yeah. It's true. You know, every day. Yeah. My mom will mute him on TV and wait till he's done. And she can't even look at the TV because she doesn't, his mouth, she goes, it's like an asshole. I can't look at it. It looks like an asshole. And you know what it is like to hear an 80 year old woman say, his mouth looks like an asshole. I mean, like mom, how many asshole? But I'm like, this man is so obviously racist. I mean, like, it's yeah. like, like, who can't see this? Look at, look at the pardons. Like he's pardoning this Dinesh guy oh, yeah, who my- he's never even met. Yeah. And Dinesh went to jail for something he should have gone to jail for. Yeah. Only got a year. I'd have slapped his ass with 10. So he's because he's anti Obama. He's going to pardon him. That's the only reason. And then he gives all these other people these pardons. But then there's people who are legitimately in jail for stuff that they shouldn't be in jail for. Or the sentences are really ridiculous. That's what Kim Kardashian went there for. To talk about this lady that's been in jail for like 30 years over something dumb. like weed. Weed or something. Now, he's not pardoning them. The only black person he pardoned was Jack Johnson. Johnson, And he's been dead dead for 117 years. (laughs) That was it. But I know Jack is happy as hell. And that was only because. I'm free. I'm free. (laughs) Slice Stallone called him. Was like, right, the boxer. Yeah. Well, anything Stallone does, I pay attention. I know, (laughs) Philly. Well, Kim should have let Sly talk to him about that lady. Yeah. Well, it's in the the Dinesh guy. He was on Fox and Friends last week, right. which okay. is how Trump gets all of his information. Forget about That's the intelligence reports <laughs> that he gets from the intelligence agencies. While eating four Big Macs <laughs> and a case of Diet Coke. Yeah. Uh, he just goes straight Coke to Fox and, and Friends. Those Big Macs. <laughs> Fox and Friends, I, 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 st- I hated that one. People uh, call them Fucks and Friends. Yeah. When, uh, Didn't Mitzi? Uh, Mitzi used to watch it. Yeah. I remember and O'Reilly. She would watch She loved Bill O'Reilly. Oh, man, she would make... Yeah quiet O'Reilly's on I'm like what yeah. this guy's crazy but I, and I really didn't know anything that long ago that was that's gotta be 20 15 years yeah things like weren't that. as things weren't as crazy I, I didn't I didn't are... care as much when it didn't seem to matter yeah but yeah, now, now it's one of those things where it's just like I, I I just can't believe it every day. Yeah. And you have a daughter. You have kids? No, I don't have any kids. Girl. I, I'd have shot them to save yeah. them from <laughs> Wait, this he's crap. Got a nearly two year old. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to snuff her out to see. I mean, that's, that's like what a good dad would do in yeah, this it's, fucking economy. It's a crazy time. It's like this. the Titanic where the mother goes, come on in here, guys. And yeah. you just lay in the bed and go down. I was <laughs> I was so positive. Like, this is going to be crazy. My daughter's going to be born in. <laughs> You know, three months after she's born, we're going to have a female president. What a world. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, we fucked up. Well, this I, is going to look crazy now. Do you think it would have been a lot better? I mean, he's drastic, but The she's thing not that would have been better was she's she wouldn't terrible. have spent time dividing us. You know what I'm saying? Like, she would not have spent time. Every would, day he says yeah, something. It would have been divided. Because the, the Republicans just hate her so They've hated yeah. her since she was Clinton's yeah. wife. Right, right. But. But not not along racial been, uh, lines. Yeah, she wouldn't have been. You know. She wouldn't have been baiting diversion the way he does. Oh my! I goodness. just look at it like I I think, and I know this is why a lot of people voted for him. But I feel like politicians uh, should do the politics, and con men should do the con. Yeah. But like, I, no, you wouldn't call me and be like, "Hey, you know what? 
the Cleveland Browns don't call me and go, hey, we're looking for a quarterback. I know you have no football experience, <laughs> but it hasn't been working for us, so we right. thought maybe we'd give you a shot. Right. And then right. I show up and have no idea what I'm doing. Right. You right. might improve the team. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's possible. Bad. See, this is the, this is the mentality of America. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a regular American. That's yep. what I am. What do you guys think? He'll be reelected? I don't know. I'm hoping. I want to say no, but... Like I said, I'm from Kansas, so I don't have a lot of faith. In well, see, I'm hanging my hat on the teenagers who, like, a couple million teens become yeah. 18. Yeah. Oh, okay. By the time he runs again, I'm hanging my hat on these kids, man. Uh, never rely they got on it. Here's, the way I look at it is the, the Democrats win when they have a candidate who presents the future. It's the progressive uh, platform. So Bill Clinton beat original Bush. Because he represented the future and Bush represented the past. Right. And then there's Al Gore and George Bush and they represented the same thing because they were frat brothers at Yale or whatever it was. And Al Gore still won. He got cheated. Yeah. By and, Jeb. And then uh, and then Obama represented the future. <laughs> hear, uh, and what John who, McCain represented the past. Oh god, so he looked Obama like the past. Yeah. yeah, but who could the Democrats put up? That's what's that's really going to be yeah. the difference. Like the, who's coming up we, next? That's why I can't you, say I think they'll win because I'm like, who's going right, to run the next? same old exactly. people? Oh, who, would you feel comfortable if the president's name was Jeb? No, <laughs> no. Like I'm an that represents kid. the past. Yeah. That would shit. That would scare the Jebs the are not out. the future. No, no, no. Hey, is that Jeb? Uh, uh-uh. no. I'm scared of that. <laughs> Do you? Would, did you look up to Roseanne? Like, were you disappointed by this whole Roseanne thing? Well, I mean, you know, I had, had I had gotten wind of her tweets prior to yesterday. But as a comic. Oh, as a comic, I loved what she had been able to do. I loved, you know, because when we first start, we try to see what did other people do. And she was the, everybody said, oh, you need a a tagline, like I'm a domestic goddess or, you know, I I don't get no respect or, you know, so she was one of the people that had her thing. And, you know, like, oh, she has a clear cut POV. So I I watched Roseanne and loved her in the 80s when she was really blowing up. Sure. You know, I thought thought her stuff was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So I was a fan. Obsessed with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, you know when she had the talk show i know people who worked on it mm-hmm. you know so um i don't remember when was there a roseanne my, talk show yeah uh, was a talk show. Late was on it was like 90s. the late 90s okay. they had a domestic goddess segment and i was my brother tommy was visiting la and paul mooney was one of the head writers all the guys mm-hmm. here worked like alan mm-hmm. steven mm-hmm. uh i can't remember i know there was a bunch of comics that worked for roseanne she hired everybody which was great right. you know she would mm-hmm. give back what like channel that. is this on it was a network show. It was a network wow. show. Yeah. And it was just a talk show. So mm. I was in the audience. Daytime. Daytime. Oh, right. okay. That's and what I'm trying to pick. I'm like, I thought it was just Arsenio and mm, Letterman. And no, she was on Leno. there for a minute. Maybe okay. before Rosie? I think before mm. Rosie. I think maybe. Yeah, I, I, my time just. Like Rosie, her show. I mean, I couldn't be believe. 90s, yeah. Late 90s. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, so my I was in the audience and my mom, I mean, my uh, the warm up was running around going, who has the greatest mom? And I love to embarrass my family, which is why I do stand-up. Yeah. So I, I wasn't a comic at this point, but I raised my hand, and I was there with my friend Jason Hartz and my brother Tommy. And so we were just like, you know, showing him around, and I wanted to embarrass Tommy, so I raised my hand, and he's like, put your hand down. And, I, and he came over, and I go, I have the greatest mom. He goes, why? And then I just started telling the story about my mom, how she you know, was a single mom with 10 children, and all the shit she did for us, and the whole audience was like, oh. 
And so uh, they start the show. I forget. Somebody must have been on that Tommy wanted to see. And so then they come out. This lady, Phyllis, (laughs) comes out. And she's like, hey, can you come backstage? I'm like, yeah. And I see Mooney. He's like, oh, homie. And I'm like, what is going on, Paul? You know? And he's like, they want your mother to be the domestic (laughs) goddess. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so she was on as a domestic goddess. It was like a really big deal. Wow. But she was a uh, true Roseanne, kind of a twat to my mom. Uh, <laughs> like, because she is like that. Like, she's hard to work with. She's kind of brazen. You yeah. know, yeah. I don't see her as yeah, a lot of turnover at every job. High turnover. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like pissing people off. Yeah, people jumping off like it's the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Understandably yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah so uh, we. But that was her show. She did that show. She employed a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know. And then I forget why that went off. I don't remember. Probably just Might ratings. ratings. Yeah. yeah. Because then Rosie was wild too. Yeah. Ro- oh, Rosie was hard to. I, I know friends who worked on her show, and that wasn't easy either. Yeah, I was gonna say her um, reputation is basically yeah. that. It's got. I, I hear the same thing about Ellen. Yeah. Where it's like yeah. she presents yeah. herself as just like the oh, super happiest person, and then yeah. people who work on her are like she is so mean. And but I think something happens to you when your name is on the shit. Like yeah, I, you know, I'm, I I'm cool that. right now, but give me an Alicia show. I'm cussing everybody out. Right, Gaffer, stay, yes. get sit, fuck, Gaffer. Yeah, yeah. I'm cussing everybody down. out. Sit the fuck, shut the fuck. God, I work whose name is on this? Yeah, so, yeah I, I, I think, think people I morph. I think people morph when I, their name is on the show. I hope there's people talking about how <laughs> shitty I am someday. That's, That's what, what I we want. We made it. Yeah, I'm cussing everybody. Do you out. think they're nice in the beginning and then they get shitty because maybe I think so. With Roseanne though, especially with like a talk show, she had already been famous. Mean. Yeah, I mean I'm mean on stage. That's my real me. Yeah. And see, I, I've seen people before the fame, and it changes them. Yeah. It does. I mean, I mean I, they I've were nice before the fame, and now it's just they're batshit crazy. Yeah, I've seen a million people make that transition, but yeah. I, some of them are just as cool the day they went yeah. to the heights as mm-hmm. they are, you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, think of Robin Williams when he would hang out. He was always really cool. He was always just chill. He didn't care. Yeah. Jim Carrey's odd, but he was never mean. <laughs> Not mean, but he's definitely gone a little bonkers. <laughs> I think he already was, though. Maybe. Yeah, because I... I, But to do all those characters, you got to be a little bonkers. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. You get to come up with that kind of shit. Uh, Yeah. But I'm telling you, as soon as it says Eleanor's show... (laughs) I'm with you, Alicia. I'm going to start hitting people. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm kicking people in the nads. (laughs) In the nads. (laughs) You know what? I I haven't heard someone say nads in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited right now. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm like, what? Nets. I mean, I get it, but that's uh, a... Yeah. Like, you mean to tell me y'all didn't replenish the Quaker Oats? <laughs> Is that your shit? What would be that's in your rider? What would be that green, the green oat, oat, oat bars? Oh, yeah. The green oat bars? It's like, Nature's... Oh, it's Nature's something? Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah eat that, that shit. stuff, Alicia. They're whitewashing oh, you. Stop they're, that. They're that's trying crazy shit. Trying Remember to Undercover me? Brother? That's <laughs> what that is. <laughs> they're trying to get you. I would have to have the revived purple vitamin water. <laughs> yeah, I do drink that a lot. Gum, I like I like the gum, the Trident gum. Okay, that's um, good. That's pretty much it. They're f- they're you're fl- too nice. You got to mm-hmm. add some shit. Oh, once it's f- the, yeah. Alicia, it's all over. <laughs> purple M and M's. What? <laughs> purple. They're <I'm> flying <laughs> in fresh Kansas City barbecue every day for my set. Mar- I'm from Maryland. They're flying in crabs for me. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> just something that it's like really annoying and tough for them to do, just yeah. because I'm like, oh, you want. 
You want the show to go good, don't yeah. you? Yeah. I can't like, do yeah. it without brisket. I'm like, I need some baby seal placenta for my <laughs> face. <laughs> yeah, because that keeps you young. Keeps me young. Uh, who cares if they stay young? They're young already. Kill them. Ba- baby seal placenta. I, you know what? I want it, too. I don't even care. Hey, your name's on the shit. <laughs> like, what do you use that for? I don't know. Alicia said it's good, so. Just in the rider. Just get it in here. But Wait. did y'all hear that Eddie Griffin has in his rider for every show? He has to have a new pair of white Sneakers. What were they? Were they Reeboks or Nike? I think they were. Uh, I think it. I think it was Nike. Nike. Yeah. yeah. Has to have a fresh white pair of Nikes prior to every show. Wow. Yeah. He must have like three thousand pairs. Yeah. I mean, he's... <laughs> and he's the best. I think he put it in there as a goof joke. To yeah. See if people would do it. And they started doing it. And then it. they started doing it because Dice's rider hasn't been changed since he was at the height of his yeah. career. And sometimes we'll walk in a dressing room <laughs> like, oh uh, shit, they did it. We were kidding, bro. <laughs> I, yeah, I remember he wasn't smoking when we were on tour, oh, but there was sick. cartons of Benson and Hedges cigarettes. <laughs> and I'd be, he'd be like, "Make sure grab the cigarettes." I'd be like, "You don't smoke them." Like, it doesn't matter the mind. Look, and then in the, the corner there's a, a brand new vaporizer. <laughs> yeah. Like what? I'm gonna have wild shit in mine. I'm gonna have soft pretzels, Federal Street pretzels from Philly, like just things wow. you can't. <laughs> Cheese steaks from, imported <laughs> well, cheese from Philly. Cheese steaks are pretty easy. Are you run up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Ricky's gonna Hoagies. go on in the main room. So All right, Rick, kill him, kill him. He's got a big room to play up there. I'm in the OR not till later. Uh, we're almost at an hour, anyways, but we'll okay. just keep. He, they must be running behind because. Uh, he was 11.45. Oh, yeah, yeah, We're, This is a late one for us, but I don't care. Yeah, yeah this uh, is good. This is good. Yeah, this don't bother me. I love to do late night stuff. <laughs> Plus, I don't go on until 12.45. You know, they put me in the vacuum up at the same time. So. <laughs> <laughs> just like, <laughs> no, so like, how can we get people not to hear her? We'll just vacuum while she's on. Perfect. <laughs> so, it's amazing. Um, but who are your, like, comedy heroes if you will like who did you look up to well growing up um my cousin karen she was nine years older than me and she got kicked out of her house because she was mouthy and smoking cigarettes and all this stuff that's such a karen thing to do i gotta be honest yeah she got kicked out of the house so when she was 16 i was like what's 16 minus nine was that that (laughs) don't look at me i was uh shit i'm not a math magician i was like eight or some shit and um, and so I watched everything she watched. Okay. And she watched a lot of comedians. Oh, cool. So I watched um, everybody she watched. Arsenio, Marsha Warfield. I've been trying um, to get Marsha on here. I love Marsha. Yeah, she's in Vegas yeah, right now. I know. Um, uh, uh, Marsha Warfield. Um, who else did we watch? We watched uh, Gallagher. We watched Yakov. Okay. We watched... Um, uh, it was just so many great acts at that time. That's funny. That's all store people. Yeah, it was a, a lot of the that. store. Yeah. A lot of the store acts. We watched um, Ellen. Uh, we watched uh, Ellen Clayhorn. You mean or no Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres? DeGeneres. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was just so many people that I saw growing up, and uh, of course Eddie Murphy, the whole raw oh, yeah. delirious yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, just so many great. Yeah, Richard, of course. And so um, I just grew up watching those acts. Oh, Rita Rudner, of course. I, don't, I never knew her until my mom went to see her. Oh, yeah. Rita was hilarious. And um, even later on, the later years, Wendy Liebman. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's terrific. You know, amazing yeah. comic. So I grew up watching all this stuff, not really making a connection to it. I just yeah. enjoyed it. And then later on, I was like, oh, okay. You know, and it was a trip coming here because, like you said, we meet a lot of the people that we grew up sure. watching. 
you know. And so, sometimes um, you're disappointed. Well, most times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They said don't meet your idols because you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. But Marsha Warfield, I really liked her. She's terrific. Growing up in the D.C. area, she was on D.C. Cab. Oh, my God, that's right. <laughs> By the way, how great is that movie? <laughs> the Irene Carey. And he was a comic, too. He, they were all store guys. Yeah. There was, uh, yeah. Everybody, almost everybody. Jo- uh, George that. Carlin, we watched yes. him. Yeah. Uh, it was such a fun movie. We loved DC Cab. Yes. Paul Rodriguez. They were all, mm-hmm. you know, it was the, the messiest, funniest, yes. greatest. Anytime that movie's on, I'll, I keep it on. Yeah, like you said, the soundtrack, everything. The soundtrack oh, Irene Carey was the woman at that time <laughs> then fame we had some good times yeah you know now people don't want to be original they want to do reboots i'm like we have some exactly. i have original stuff in my hard drive yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying like, like i i love what they tried to do with the roseanne rebooting yeah, it and like yeah. the, to, to to make the message and kind of bring us together because right. it, it did go on both sides or right. middle and everywhere you right. know and i love that but there's a lot of shows that do that and yeah. they're original yeah and i'm Absolutely. not saying that i don't like roseanne right. like right. the show my mom loved it growing up my older sister kathleen that was she was obsessed with it mm-hmm. so uh it was you know kind of a thing i remember growing up with mm-hmm. but i I was like, damn, we could, we could just do some original shit. I'm sure ABC or she was on ABC, right? Yep. How many shows get pitched and turned down? A million. A lot. A yeah. lot. And then there's a lot. I mean, we can, a lot of us haven't even had a chance to get the pitch meeting and have great ideas. Yeah. There's ideas out here. I I've mean, read like really good ideas. six good pilots this yeah. year, <laughs> and I think one of them got picked up. Wow. And that's weird. I, I mean, and that's... Not, yeah. Yeah. Me with not a lot of access to it, right. so I can't imagine the people right. with access to it how right. many. Right. But I've read some that were so funny and dealt with the issues yeah. in the Norman Lear way, which I like mm, to say because I, I love loved. That. Yeah. I mean, All in the Family, San yeah. Francisco, all yeah. that stuff was. Yeah. Those TV shows were yeah. phenomenal. Right, but I was just I was talking to Gwendolyn the other day. We were talking about how um, I miss. The theme songs that used to go oh with the shows. Oh, my God, yeah. You know, from Facts of Life. You take the good, you, you take, take the bad, bad you take them both, and there you have, have the Facts of Life. life. <laughs> you know, they would take the title, and they would take what the crux of the show is and come up with a creative song. Something, yeah. <laughs> Something. Brady Bunch. It doesn't matter what it is. And we don't even have that anymore. Like, everybody, didn't, it's just, I think we've gotten lazy. Yeah, or they don't mm. want to pay for, I don't know, they'd rather, I mean, I... I don't know. But think about it's it. Weird. Think about Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. When sure. that comes on in West Philadelphia, like we sure. still remember. We love that stuff. That's that nostalgia. Will, capitalizing. Good yeah. for Will. <laughs> yeah, it was excellent for Will. And I mean, he he did the theme. So I'm like, I feel like we're the theme songs. We're the things that just bind the whole show together. Sure. And put it Cheers. Remember Cheers? Che- oh, well, you know everybody <laughs> knows your name. <laughs> I oh, it was brilliant. I think I did this i don't know who's i think i was on a, another podcast we were talking about but there was a guy named charlie kozar you know charlie kozar i do know i met him when i moved to la he was doing taking stuff and putting our voices over it and well he would do the songs he would uh, like parody song parodies but he would love to take theme songs and uh-huh. he would do cheers sometimes <laughs> you want to go where everybody looks the same <laughs> And you get, and then he would go, and you're glad no end bombs came. I'm not saying that word. I'm not getting in that much trouble. <laughs> but he would sing it in the OR, and I would die laughing. And if Cheers came on at home, it's all I sang. And I'm like, why am I singing this? 
Why did he make it a Kendrick Lamar song? Why do I have to drop an N-bomb in the middle of the afternoon? I'm not bothering nobody. Like, it's just he put it in my head. Did you see that where Kendrick Lamar brought the woman on stage to sing the song, A White Lady? He, she was, he was like, you don't know the words to the song. And she was like, yeah, I do. And she sang it. And there was the, the N-word was in it. And she, and sang, she sang it. it. And he turned on her. And he was like, what the? What? She was like, "Wait, it's your song." Like you wrote it? No, he freaked out. They went after her on Twitter. How long ago was this? A couple weeks ago. Why would you bring somebody up to go after him? They didn't enjoy the lady and like, laugh. Look at this white lady in the middle of a Kendrick Lamar. Like that would have been me, and I would have said the end bomb, and I would be like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, I'm like, but like, people drink, people smoke, people do all kinds of stuff before they get there. You, you know what I'm saying? You're enjoying a concert. She, yeah, and he brought her up to sing. I forgot what song it was. <laughs> so that must she, be on YouTube. Yeah, you got to look it up. You'll oh, laugh. I can't wait I mean, to see. This. you'll laugh like in like oh shit she didn't even hesitate do you know what i mean because when you you know when you learn a song you sing every word yeah you sing sometimes you say the wrong words you know well kendrick don't put the word in the song if it's that serious that's what that's what whoopi goldberg said and i was like fucking whoopi she's the best yeah that's what i would have said that's unfair to the lady i know it was but it made me laugh i was like because God. think about it, if we're actors and that word is in the script don't we say it yeah so i'm like it's in the script dude which is terrifying <laughs> i always wonder like not terrifying but like i if i see him um what's his name quentin tarantino mm -hmm. i'm like did he just read a huck finn book like why <laughs> is you know what i mean like why is this on his mind do you know what I mean? Like every other word. What was that movie I watched? And it's a great movie. Oh, uh, Django. Django. Yeah. It's a great movie, yeah. but it's like, holy yeah, shit. He gets it in. Bro. He gets Dang. it in. We got to give him an eight nigga maximum because he gets <laughs> it in. Give him a cap. <laughs> give him a cap on the end bomb. Because <laughs> he gets it in. <laughs> that should be in his title. <laughs> like for a white actor, you only get this many yeah, You get times. an eight nigga maximum and yeah. keep it moving, damn it. <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> anyway all right you're amazing uh so Thank you have you shows so or well. anything they can people can look you up how do we um well uh, I love i'm just this. sitting well, around you need your uh, manager to get up and talk <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have to let, yeah I, i'm just i'm standing locally for auditions and all these Smart. million self-tapes right yeah, yeah. you know so i'm not going on the road right now i'm doing an improv at harrah's in like two weeks i'm headlining that oh you're that's great. Yes, yeah, so in Tahoe. Tahoe. Yes, yeah, so I'm there in like two weeks. So you guys go to the Tahoe website and see the, the shows in that June? I'm doing there. Um, it's this month. It's this month. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I it's like saying. June 14th through the 19th or something. Yeah, in July so. I'm at uh, Reno. Uh, Laugh Factory. Yes, Catch yes, a Rising yes, Star. Yes, you're up there with uh, not Catch a Rising Star. It used to be Catch, Catch a Rising, Rising Star. Star. Now it's the Laugh Legacy. Factory. Is the name of the hotel and then the laugh factory. factory. Yeah, yeah. So yeah I've been like, Harry. damn, we could have hang out. Yeah, yeah. we've been work in the for same Harry? time. You go right. Um, I have. I, Harry hasn't booked me lately, but I have worked for him. Keep hitting him up because his okay. wife has been torturing him about um, more having women. more yeah. women. I love Which it. Thank you, wife. Yes, Laura's wife, you're wonderful. Awesome. And, and Harry yeah. loves yeah. female comics. He's yeah. not yeah. biased in any way, shape, or form. And okay. what I love about Harry being a club owner is he's a comic first. Right. Right, that's so, a good point. Yeah, so okay. he'll, he pulls every walk, okay. like funny is funny to Harry, yeah, you know, yeah, and he yeah. tries to book as many as he can. Okay. Um, so sometimes you just get caught up in it. Yeah. Because he's running yeah, yeah. Reno 
and, and Vegas. Right. So it's not easy. Yeah. And um, he's got a lot on his plate. But so if you yeah, keep yeah, hitting yeah. them up, I, okay. and we always feel like idiots hitting them up. Yeah. Like, I already hit him up 30 times. And yeah. it's like that one, one. 31st time. Right. Right. And somebody falls out. Throw me in on a fallout or something. Anything, and then you yeah. go in and kill it because yeah. you kill yeah. on stage, and I well, love that. Thank you, thank God. You know, I just try to write a lot, and I try to, you know. My thing is, like, I watch the comics who are fearless. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Chappelle's and the Moonies and the, you know, Eddie Griffins. Like they get up there, and especially Eddie. Oh yeah. They get up there and they don't give a dang on what they say. They don't care who doesn't who like laughs. it. Yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at them like, oh my gosh, you just. <laughs> You just said that and you didn't care. And it's just a trip to watch them because there's some, there's a freedom in that. Yeah. You know, but the difference in them and me is they're drawing their own audience. Yes. You know, so these people know what they do. They came to hear it. You're winning. You know, I've got to get to a point where I'm drawing my own audience. So if you guys listening to this can uh, follow me on Twitter Please or Instagram, her. A-L-Y-C-I-A Cooper. I'd appreciate it. I got to get, I got to get some more followers. That's the whole thing. Getting yeah. the followers and yeah. getting the content on. That's why I've been yeah. doing this podcast because, mm-hmm. and Rick as well. Rick's one of the funniest people I oh, know. Oh gosh, he and, is funny. I mean, he annihilates and yeah. he yeah. don't And have you kill too. Oh, I love you. Yeah, no, I he, love watching Eleanor because Eleanor's fearless actually. Late night you get I up talk there. Yeah, shit, you get up right? there like I will bust an ass in here if you don't laugh. <laughs> but I'm confident because I yeah. have the vacuum. So, <laughs> 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 I have a blunt object in my so I know I can no I'm kidding but I you know what I talk about like female comics uh like when I was waiting tables here from 93 to 2005 and I wasn't a stand-up I had no interest in being a stand-up and I would watch all the comics every comic you know and my favorite were always the fearless the Judy Golds the Paul Mooney like they would just Mm -hmm. go up and not give a good god damn mm-hmm. if people laugh didn't laugh a new bit yeah. like working on a new bit or saying something that's a bit controversial but spinning it and making it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. bill burr i i watch bill burn i think one day i'm mm-hmm. gonna be that yeah. open bill burr is awesome. whatever you want to say yeah yeah free yeah. up there you know like yeah. Mo- Moni was the best because Moni <laughs> would uh we would get thousands I'm not kidding. Thousands of letters. It's it's funny. Everybody throws racism around. He's racist. She's racist. They're racist, right? <laughs> Paul Mooney would say some of the worst things about white people on stage. And I would be throwing <laughs> myself around the room because it wasn't not true <laughs> does that make sense like it's it funny because it's true you know what i mean i'd be like jesus did he just say, and it would for some reason he would make it so silly like he he had this one bit where he would say the n-word over and over and he said i wake up i say it every morning it makes my teeth white and i don't know why that would make me laugh so hard i was like oh my god it the might first work. time i came to the comedy store was really late one night i didn't pay to get in because it was you know really late and mooney was on stage sitting down just talking just i was like with his feet on the st- feet on the Ugh. table just talking and it was <laughs> and the room was like maybe might have been like 30 white people left but they started trickling out because oh. he's saying all kinds As of stuff writing. Uh, what what is his name? We'd like to report him. We had a file cabinet upstairs filled with Mooney letters that Mitzi used to go put him in the drawer. <laughs> That's nice that Mitzi didn't. You know, she was like, "I'm not going to fire him." That was she wonderful. Would never, ever censor him. A comic. 
With not sense back of a how. comic. If somebody said this comic did this, this comic did that, this yeah. comic was mean, this comic said this on stage, yeah. I didn't like that. Goodbye. <laughs> Go to the improv. Go to the saloon on Melrose. That's what you would call it. It's a fucking saloon, okay? I'm like, all right. You don't have to be Well, let me tell you, this was the joke that Paul Mooney told, and I have never before or since had a reaction like this. This joke was so funny to me at the time Mm -hmm. that next thing I know, I was on my feet. Like, I don't even know how I rose. How I was laughing so hard that I I stood up. I'm I don't say, even know I what think the, I know what it is, but I want you to say. Yeah, it. So the joke was he was talking about how at the time all the white, <laughs> all the white actresses oh. were buying, adopting little black babies. Oh yes, yes, I know this. So he was like, um, "What's the girl Michelle Pfeiffer got a little black crack baby?" <laughs> and then he sees somebody else got a little black crack baby. He said, "He said they got them like they accessories." <laughs> he said, "He said I went and I went and did the opposite. I bought me a little." white heroin addict (laughs) he said said, he's out in the car right now just nodding the next thing i know i was up on my feet letting white people so mad he was like oh you're leaving you're leaving then he would get on him for leaving and i was crying laughing i was like i've never seen anybody get so much pleasure out of offending white folks and watching their reactions and knowing that there's not gonna be any repercussion who would get offended by that i think that is hilarious because it's accurate <laughs> that's what, that's what it bothers me so much like he would do this joke about i thought you were going to say this about his white neighbors he's like oh i moved in a white neighborhood homie i'm in a white neighborhood they stay up all night waiting for me to come home is he home yet <laughs> he's like we'll stay up till the sun rises see if this is a vampire uh crazy Danny, is that me now? No, it's Rick. Hey, Hi. Upstairs. Rick's upstairs, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. He's backstage. So they must not have seen each other. Uh, yeah. Like poor Rick still hasn't gone up. Oh, wow. Maybe they had a special 14. guest. All right. Yeah, maybe somebody bumped. Yeah, he probably just got nervous. Like, uh, should I go down? Should I? Uh, 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 whatever. <laughs> anyway, we should wrap this up anyway. Because we're at uh, over an hour, right, Josh? All right, so All we right. did some. Look at you. All right, we got some good work done. Yeah, I love. I I could do the podcast sometimes for like two hours, and then I'm like, Eleanor, nobody wants to hear you talk. <laughs> Wrap it up, bitch. <laughs> Wrap it up. Uh, so you have dates to plug. You have the Tahoe. You have the Tahoe June. Improv in June. I think like the 14th through the 18th or something. So go to the Improv do Tahoe you have a website, website. That you could. I oh. do. My website is aliciacooper.com, but there's no dates on it. It's just some videos. Oh. Matter of fact, just subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, just type in Alicia Cooper and uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and, and that's that's pretty good. Yeah, the YouTube channel helps too with the <laughs> followers and stuff like yeah, that. That's yeah, content. Content is important, people. Exactly. I know we say that word a lot, but it's yeah. mostly just to piss off Brian Holtzman, and um, <laughs> it's one of my favorite words. If you say it around Brian, he'll lose his mind. It's great to watch. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so you've Twitter, all that is the same. Yeah. Alicia Cooper. Twitter's Alicia Cooper. Instagram is Alicia Cooper and the number two. Uh-oh. Some bitch. Took I was going to say, Cooper. who's number one? We'll take yeah, her out. Right, a Nancy Kerrigan at Heifer's Knee. Well, I'm a Kerrigan, so let's... Uh... Yeah. 
I would never get hit in the knee, but I do the knee hitting. <laughs> me, me and Nancy are from different neighborhoods. <laughs> Nancy's gangster. No, Tanya's I mean uh, Tanya's gangster. Tanya's white yeah. trash. <laughs> I, I, I preferred her over uh, Nancy. Well, Kerrigan. Nancy did all that crying. I'm like, bitch, do you know what your last name is? Stop crying. Shit. She said, "Why? Oh, Why? Are you a horse? Are you neighing? What is that?" I know, I shouldn't talk about my family like I know, that, that's your cousin. She ain't related. <laughs> There's so many Kerrigans. We don't know who's who. So I'm have one of 10. So that, Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. And then my dad, I don't know. There's probably 55,000 <laughs> other kids and cousins somewhere else. We don't tell. He's a rolling stone. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. You can catch um, me at the... I don't know when this is coming out, but I'll say it anyway. <laughs> June <laughs> June 8th, 9th, and 10th, I'm at the La Jolla Comedy Store mm. with Punky Johnson. Ooh, you and Punky, and that's Fang killer. Chow, right? Ooh, wow. Talk bang, about bang, diversity. Bang, bang. What? What? Something for everybody. Uh, something for everybody. You're right. <laughs> and then uh, I think I'm doing this fingerless glove tour with Andrew Dice Clay. So I'll go to his website to check oh, that that's out. That's going to be nice. And, um, yeah, I, I I have to wear fingerless gloves. So everything's working out. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, in July 17th, I think it is, I'll be at the uh, Reno, uh, the, the Laugh the Factory Laugh in Factor Reno. Reno. That is so exciting. I will put that date on my website, you guys. Okay. I try to keep up with my website, but I'm not good at it. Yeah. And then Rick, he just likes to stay here in town and rip up the main room and offend people on yes. a regular basis. So please yes. come by the Comedy Store and check out a show. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. Josh, do you have anything to promote? Yeah, depending on when this comes out, I got Jimmy Schubert coming on my podcast talking about USO touring. Uh, I got a former Navy SEAL coming on talking about stuff like that. Yeah, uh, Marine talking about getting hammered, and um, I think Air Force talking about air conditioning. Probably that's okay. about it. Mm, okay, so you yeah, could probably fix the air conditioning in here, and then that'd be great. <laughs> exactly. Then <laughs> yeah. uh, just find me on iTunes, Josh O'Brien or Josh Nine Six O'Brien on Twitter, and all that fun stuff. Yeah, so. I have to always say thanks to Josh for fixing the sound because usually people are like, "We can't hear, we can't hear," but Josh fixes it. <laughs> thank yeah. you, Josh. You bet, All right, ladies. thank you, thank you, Alicia, for and coming thank on. You, Ellen, for you, thank you, Eleanor, for having me. This has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. You're a woman of many words, and uh, <laughs> I enjoy it. Uh, Rick and I are look for our contracts in the mail. Thank you. <laughs>